Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is a production of MaximumFun.org and is distributed by NPR. From MaximumFun.org and NPR, it's Bullseye. Time now for the craziest day of my entire career. It's a regular segment on our show where we get to ask some of our all-time favorites about, well, about the craziest days of their entire careers. This time, it's our pal Patton Oswalt. Look, you probably know who Patton is by now, right? He's an Emmy and Grammy award-winning stand-up comic. He's the voice of Remy from Ratatouille. He's a hilarious comic actor, and he's got drama chops, too. He just starred in a new movie. It's called I Love My Dad. In it, he plays Chuck. Chuck is in his 50s, single, and has an adult son who's in his 20s named Franklin. Chuck and Franklin have always had a strained relationship. When the movie begins, Franklin blocks his dad from his phone and on social media. To get around the block and to connect with his son, Chuck creates a fake social media profile, impersonating a waitress he met called Becca. The fake Becca and Franklin start flirting and they hit it off, and I'm sure you can imagine how things go from there. And believe it or not, I Love My Dad is based on a true story. When we asked Patton about the craziest day of his entire career, well, he didn't have to spend too long thinking about it. Patton Oswalt. Hi, I'm Patton Oswalt, and this is the craziest day of my career. Um, weird that they asked me to do this because the craziest day of my career happened about four days ago. I thought I would have a huge canvas of experiences of which to pull from, and I've had some crazy days. But four days ago, a day happened that completely steamrollered all of them. There's going to be a straight-ahead story I'm going to tell you, and there's a little coda that puts it into even crazier perspective. So here we go, okay? So last Saturday, uh, I had to travel from New York to Montclair, New Jersey to do a gig. I was in Manhattan. They uh, sent a car for me to pick me up at my hotel at noon. I'm going to sit in the car, go to Montclair. So I go down at noon, and uh, the guy takes my luggage. I get in the back of the car. We pull away from my hotel on 56th, and we're about to make a right onto 6th Avenue. As he's making his right, he cuts off and bumps into a moped. Huge, bulky, muscular, bald, bearded guy on a tiny moped with his tiny girlfriend holding onto his back is bumped by my driver. And I'm sitting in the back seat, I'm watching all this happen, and I have to grit my teeth and say to myself, my driver's actually kind of at fault here. The guy was in the bike lane, the, the driver drifted into it, he just bumped the poor dude. So the guy, the the moped driver kind of knocks on the window hey you bumped me dude and my driver who up to that point was the most well put together well dressed calm zen polite um explodes at this guy you're in the wrong you bumped me screaming at this moped guy and the moped guy starts to scream back at him but before the moped guy can respond. My driver screeches around the corner 
to make a right onto 6th Avenue, and I'm thinking in my head, he's thinking, and then I will drive away the victor. He makes a right onto 6th Avenue, there's a stoplight, traffic is stopped, and we're just sitting there stopped 10 feet away from the moped guy that he just screamed at. The moped guy then takes an inordinate amount, like really savors the slow pulling back up to the car to look at the guy, and he was like, you hit me. And the driver starts screaming at him again, and then this moped guy, who I must reiterate, he's on a tiny, tiny moped, but he is giant Hulk-shaped with his left, mighty left hand, brings it down on the um, side rearview mirror and just punches it off the car. And then punches the car two more times for um, emphasis. The driver's like And then puts the car in park, jumps out of his car, runs at the guy on the moped. The moped guy now tries to get away and the driver is trying to push him and his girlfriend off the moped. The girlfriend is screaming, like, go, go, go! The moped guy uh, starts to pull away, um, turns around and starts going backwards against traffic to get away from this guy. My driver gets his hands on the girl, but she doesn't come off of the moped and he instead is dragged half a block. My driver is dragged half a block from a moped and then the moped, and then he has to let go and the moped gets away. And he gets back up, shirt's all torn, gravel, bloody on the face. And then he gets back in the car. Everyone's honking because he stopped traffic now. Gets back in the car and then just calmly looks back at me and just says, what was that? I mean, what was that all about, right? It was crazy. And I also feel like this guy had a real separation of while I'm driving him, I am well put together and professional, but the moped guy punching my mirror off, that was me off the clock, and I and I get to be whoever I actually am, and that doesn't count for me. And also, I think in his mind, he's like, I put the car in park, so I'm no longer a driver, and while the car is in park, I'm allowed to do whatever the hell I want, try to pull this guy off his moped, get dragged down 6th Avenue. Then when I come back, when he, because when he got back in the car and put it back in drive, he was suddenly, vroom, Wow, that was crazy, wasn't it? Well, off to Montclair. Like, it was just this completely, complete separation of work life. And it was a it was a mini version of severance, now that I think about it. But the whole time, I've just sat in the back of this car, um, doing, in my golf announcer voice in my head, the driver here is uh, clearly at fault. Uh, the moped, oh, here comes the moped man again. He's pulling, oh, that's a, that's a clean punch. He's taken that side mirror cleanly off the car. Oh, oh, well, this is going to be... And it just, like, trying to, like, calm myself. And then I just put my earbuds in and uh, listen to... I, I'm not kidding. I listen to Tibetan chimes. I meditate to Tibetan chimes. I just listen to that. I'm like, I'm not bringing any of this into my world. And then we off we went to New Jersey. He drove me to New Jersey. And for an hour, I sat there listening to Tibetan chimes while my driver, who was was a psycho, uh, drove me there. Um, now, that was that's the story. That's the first part of the story. This is the weird coda. Two hours before I got into that car at noon, I got an Instagram message. I'm going to read it because I saved it. An offer uh, for a ride to New Jersey. And this offer came to me from the official 
Planters Nutmobile account. Fun. Every day can be fun, fun, cause. Cause it's fun when you're munch, munch, munching planters. Fun. Munching planters, it's fun, fun, fun. Planters Peanuts sent me a message. Parton Oswald. They spelled my name wrong. Word on the salty streets is you're doing a show in Montclair tomorrow. Would you be interested in showing up in style with a ride from the Planters Nutmobile? And then I wrote back, that is so sweet of you, but I must politely pass. And the reason that I passed was initially I was like, oh, the Planters Nutmobile. I'll ride in the Nutmobile. Uh, and then I realized that'll be fun for like five minutes. And then I'm going to be on the New Jersey Turnpike in the Planters Nutmobile for an hour. I'll bet it's actually not that comfortable. Um, and they're going to want pictures and, and people will be honking at me. And I just, I don't need it. I just need to get in. So instead, I turned down a free ride from the Planters Nutmobile in exchange for a ride, which I paid for from a psychopath who uh, beat up a moped driver uh, on the way to New Jersey. Anytime you munch them, anywhere you crunch them, munching platters is fun. So that, four days ago, has been the craziest day of my career. When I was alone in that car, this is is my actual thought, I turned around in my passenger seat, because I'm looking out the back of the car of my driver being dragged down 6th Avenue, and I actually muttered out loud, I went, peanut mobile. Like I could have, why didn't I take the peanut mobile? It was this, and I almost I almost feel like if, if, there's a de, if there's a defending your life situation where they get to look at moments of your life out of context, that'll be a great moment of, I'm watching a guy being dragged down 6th Avenue, and then I just go, why didn't I take the peanut mobile? Patton Oswalt, on the craziest day of his entire career, the time he declined a free ride in the planter's peanut mobile, only to be party to an intense, harrowing road rage battle. Like we said earlier, Patton's new movie is called I Love My Dad. It's out now in theaters. Go watch it. That's the end of another episode of Bullseye. Bullseye is created from the homes of me and the staff of Maximum Fun in and around greater Los Angeles, California. Here at my house, completely coincidentally, I just told my kids about the time I was about, gosh, I guess I must have been nine years old and I was running to catch the 49 Van Ness mission in San Francisco where I grew up, headed to school. But in the bus stop was parked a fire truck And the bus driver didn't see that I was running to catch the bus because I was behind the fire truck and the bus just cruised past the stop and I was pretty dejected. And one of the firefighters said, oh my gosh, did we just keep you from catching your bus? And I was like, yeah, but you know, it's okay. And he said, well, listen, do you want to ride? And I said, no, that's okay. And they said, all right, well, sorry about that. And it wasn't very far to my school, just a few blocks. But it was also not very long before I realized that that was pretty much the biggest mistake I've ever made. (laughs) 
Pro tip, if somebody offers you a ride on a fire truck, just say yes. Anyway, our show is produced by Speaking Into Microphones. Our senior producer is Kevin Ferguson. Our producers are Jesus Ambrosio and Richard Roby. Our production fellow at Maximum Fun is Tabitha Myers. We get booking help from Mara Davis. Our interstitial music is by Dan Wally, also known as DJW. Our theme music is by The Go Team. It's called Huddle Formation. Thanks to The Go Team for sharing it with us, along with their label, Memphis Industries. Bullseye is also on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find us there. You can follow us there. We will share with you all of our interviews. I think that's about it. Just remember, all great radio hosts have a signature sign-off. Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is a production of MaximumFun.org and is distributed by NPR. NPR.